Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, where we talk about movies while we're driving down the road, currently at a four-way stop, waiting on another car to go so I can go. Hope everybody is doing well. We got a, we got a wild one for you today. Um, from 1972, it's the Spanish film, The Blood Splattered Bride. Um... I've never seen all of this before. I've seen parts of it. And, uh, you know it's got to be worth watching because, you know, Quentin Tarantino named the first episode of Kill Bill the Blood Splattered Bride. So, obviously ripping it from this. So, uh, you know, Quentin and me, we, we watch a lot of the same movies. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it was on my list. It was time to check it out. And it's time to talk about it. Because it is a doozy. From 1972, horror flick. Adapted from a book called uh, Carmilla, I believe. Or Carmel, Carmilla. Um, the synopsis says, Newlyweds in a haunted mansion discover that their strange visitor is a 200-year-old reincarnated killer. And as crazy as that sounds, that's a very light version <laughs> of what's going on here. Uh, directed by uh, Vincente Aranda. Vin Vincente Aranda. Yeah, don't get me to say that three times fast. And I don't know anything else this guy's done, right? Because these are all Spanish flicks, and you know my, my my depth into Spanish horror is very limited. Uh, I mean, there there's a few that come to mind, but as far as a wealth of knowledge on these, I I, I don't really know a lot. So, uh, so maybe something I need to get into. It gets a six point two out of ten on IMDb, which is actually surprising. I'm I'm shocked at that level actually but uh hey we do have some why to watches though why to watch because it's twisted disturbing and horrific i love these three word reviews uh, maybe i should do a show and just do three word reviews i think that's awesome uh you would think that uh you know it'd be easy to do but how long before you start repeating the same ones over and over for the movies that are in the same category right well, let's see, uh, some really nice camera work and great atmosphere, and it feels like I'm watching a, a Jean Roland film. Um, or Jean Roland. Um, yeah, uh, this is surprisingly a, a well-made CD film. Uh, Sergio Martino comes to mind when I think of, of kind of what I saw in this movie, because it kind of has that feel to it. Um, let's see what else we got here. Very enjoyable, and like most old school Spanish horrors, a bit unhinged. Absolutely, that's that's the beauty of these things. All right, traffic, let's go. Everybody's just sitting still for some reason. 
My time to fly. Uh, uh, let's see. It says, this is a wonderful underrated film and is visually intellectually stimulating piece of 70s rural horror. Yes, stimulating is a nice word to put to this. <laughs> Being, uh, you, you got a lot of nakedness going on in this one. Hey, it's it's Spanish uh, Euro horror. What do you expect, right? Uh, as far as the cast, there's not really much to tell you. I don't know anything else these people are in. I, I do know that uh, our main character, who's played by Simone Andrew, was in the uh, the Death Walks movies. So some of those Giallo collections that Arrow put out, he does uh, appear in those movies. But really, I don't, I don't know anybody else that's in these flicks. But does it really matter? I think not. Uh, this movie is really... Uh, well, I'm going to say unlike anything else that I've seen, but that's not true. Uh, it goes hand in hand with... Uh, what was it? Vampires or Vampire Lesbos? Um, it has this... Uh, sleazy Euro trash kind of feel to it. Uh, you got a couple of ladies that are drawn to each other, so you kind of get that aspect of it. But it starts off with a, a young newlywed couple, and they're going to go stay at this hotel, you know, for their honeymoon. And the husband goes to park the car, and then out of the closet, this guy with a stocking on his head comes in and, and rapes the bride. That's the intro to this movie, folks. <laughs> and here's the weird thing. Um, she notices when she gets out of the car before she goes into the, the hotel that there's a lady sitting in the car that's kind of watching everything that's going on. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a big deal. And then you get this rape scene, so you're thinking, okay, there's... This lady's got something to do with this person that's raping. We, 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 don't, we don't really know. Uh, it's such an odd thing. I guess it was just trying to show that their relationship, their marriage is cursed right from the very beginning. And, uh, you know, from, from there on, this obviously she has issues, right? <laughs> and uh, right, rightfully so. But uh, when the husband finally gets inside, she's like, I don't want to stay here. And she don't really tell him why. So they end up loading up the stuff and just coming on home to his, his estate that he's kind of inherited from his family. And, you know, they've got a housekeeper and her daughter. And now you've got the new wife and the husband coming in to stay. And, you know... They, uh, they have their honeymoon there at the house. And, you know, you, 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 the, 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 the sexual parts of this movie are designed to make you kind of go, ugh. And uh, it is kind of slamming the masculinity of men. This is way before, I mean... It, it, Surprisingly, this could be made now and, and still be impactful. But it's pretty heavy-handed in this movie. And not something that 
is a deterrent, right? It's done the right way that makes you go, wow. But but the thing is, is you're seeing it from the woman's aspect too because of everything she's gone through. But as the movie goes on, I mean, they they you know have situations again. He's 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 a newlywed. He's got a new bride. She's smoking hot, and you know he he makes advantage advantage uh, advances at her. You know, pretty commonly because again, new relationship, and it's just one of those things that's kind of the normal thing to do, right? And at first she's okay with it, and then then it gets to where she's like, "Don't put your hands on me." you know, leave me alone, kind of thing. Totally understandable. Again, she's gone through some heavy stuff already. Um, come to find out, she's going through the house and notices that all the artwork on the walls is the men of the house. There's no women. And she gets to asking the, the, the caretaker there, hey, why is there no picture of women? Well, they're all down in the basement. Well, why is that? Well, because, you know, Something happened a long time ago. One of the husbands married this lady, and she ended up killing him, and it was a bad ordeal. Slandered the family name. So they took all the women's pictures and took them downstairs. Well, as this goes on, you kind of find out that the woman that she saw in the car back at the beginning looks a lot like the lady that was the uh, alleged killer that's in one of the paintings downstairs. And our young bride is also an artist and she's drawing pictures and she keeps drawing pictures of this woman, right? So all this is leading to, you know, this this weird fascination with a person she's never met. And then one day, you know, they kind of have it out, you know, because again, he's, he's a horned dog and She's like, nope, not going to happen. So he, he's walking the beach, and he, he sees something in the sand. And when he digs it up, there's a naked chick in the sand with a snorkel mask on and a snorkel, and the snorkel sticking up through the sand. That's how she's breathing. And, you know, he cleans her off and takes her back to the house. Going to take care of her, I guess. And, you know, this lady is a complete knockout. I mean, you know, incredible. And uh, he's trying to do the right thing, take care of her stuff, takes her back to the house. And it ends up, this lady is the same lady that our bride has been drawing the pictures of, right? And you find out as this goes on that, well... You're not exactly sure what's going on. Is she really the lady from the past? Uh, you know, apparently she's buried out in the cemetery and there's a lot of scenes that go out there. And anyways, it, it leads to where these two ladies hook up. And, uh, you know, then the, then the men hating starts happening. And she is, the bride is convinced that in these dreams that she's having, she's gonna find this dagger that belongs to the woman that was in the painting and kill her husband. No matter where the dagger is hidden, 
she actually finds the dagger out in the graveyard. But she keeps being led by this lady to where the knife is and the thing she's supposed to see, even helping her, like, stab her husband in the dreams and all this stuff. So it's getting pretty crazy, right? And when it comes to kind of the finale, which I, I there's no way I can really talk about this and, and not ruin it. But, uh, you know, th there's more going on here. There's vampirism going on. And there's the symbolism where the lady that's, you know, that was snorkeling or our woman from the past, the way she symbolizes who she is is the way she wears her ring. She wears her rings to where the jewels are turned to the inside of the hand. And that's just a sign in this movie, right? Well, even the bride starts doing it. And uh, there's also a young 11, 12-year-old girl that's that belongs to the, the housekeeper that lives there, too. And she's the one that's got all this information about stuff in the past, and she becomes friends with the, with the bride and all this stuff. And she ties into the story pretty heavy, too. And... When you get to the to the finale, um, after everything that happens, which I'll, I'll skip all that stuff so you have something to, to sink your teeth into when you watch this, um, the the man, the husband, uh, goes to the cemetery and finds his wife in a casket with this other lady. They're both in there naked together, sleeping in the casket. And obviously it's trying to point out that they're vampires. And he uh, <laughs> he just takes a shotgun in there, or a rifle, and just starts blowing holes in the casket, shooting both the ladies. And I'm just going to leave it there. Because you know, there's there's some plot twists and turns here that I, I don't want to ruin for you. Uh, but wow, what what a what a wild movie because it feels like a giallo. It looks like Euro trash, but then you get this vampire thing. Is uh, again, it's it's kind of its own thing, and I'm surprised it's not more popular. But it's just wacko enough that it keeps you kind of going, I, I'm not really sure what I'm watching here. So, um, but I liked it. You know, there's a lot of symbolism in this that I think works well. It, it is shot really nice. Uh, it's a great looking film. And I don't know, it's just, just a wild combination of things that, to me, kept me intrigued by, you know, being that this is actually based off of a book kind of makes me interested in actually seeing what the, what's in the book, right? Because you know that they have to condense things and turn things around and all that. So, really interesting. Um, I'm going to give this a 4 out of 5. And I think you should check it out. So, it's on Tubi. So, do yourself a favor. Check out Blood Splattered Bride. I think you will like it. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later. Dr. Uber.